Welcome to Resolutions, a podcast about dispute resolution and prevention. This podcast is a project by the ABA section of Dispute Resolution to increase the avenues where we can connect. One of four hosts serve as interlocutor, engaging in conversations with members of the dispute resolution community about topics of interest in the field. This week, I'm sitting down with Grand Lum to discuss his groundbreaking work mediating large-scale disputes in places like Ferguson, Missouri and Sanford, Florida, where communities seem to be coming apart at the seams. Grand Lum is currently the Provost and Vice President of Academic Affairs at Menlo College. He is the former director of the Community Relations Service, an arm of the U.S. Department of Justice that helps mediate high-profile conflicts across the nation. He also directed the Divided Community Project at The Ohio State University Moritz College of Law. This podcast features Grand Lum, my teaching colleague Stephen Rye, and myself, Larry Schooler. In my first year of law school, I took a negotiation course from a Professor Roger Fisher, who is the, the author of Getting to Yes. I actually thought the course was about how to, to beat up the other side and how to, how to play a win-lose sort of game. And I was honestly really surprised at the time that it had very little or almost nothing to do with that, that it was a collaborative approach to it, that you, you won by helping the other side. And, and, that's really my pathway into this. And while I was a first-year law student, it, it, it struck me and in, didn't think too much more of it. And then when I was in my third-year law school, instead of taking a course, I, was, I, I tried to find a way of avoiding taking another class. So I was able to become a teaching fellow for the negotiation course. And at that point was when I thought, I, for the first time, said, oh, maybe there's something I can do here. Some of the professors of folks like Doug Stone, uh, who wrote the book Difficult Conversations, and, and Bruce Patton, one of the co-authors of Getting to Yes, uh, they were struck by what I was doing with my, my, my group of 24, my class. And I really enjoyed facilitating groups. And, and a lot of, you know, these were many, many of these folks were, were, were lawyers or business executives. And I really liked the idea of bringing people together rather than being a litigator, which was my original thought uh, when I went to law school. So that really started. And, and then I joined the firm started by Roger Fisher and Bruce Patton and a couple other folks uh, in the negotiation world, including Howard Rafa, who was a, a business school professor uh, who wrote some seminal work on, on negotiation as, as well. And when I joined this firm, I had incredible opportunity to do all sorts of dispute resolution work. A lot of it was with corporations. That was the, the main thing we did. But I eventually moved my way into doing a lot of uh, education, collective bargaining, uh, mediation work. And that's what really got me started into the field. It's clear kind of what's motivated you to get into it. But what, what do you think keeps you coming back? That's that's a really great question, Larry, I, uh, and it, it makes me pause to think of it. I I've enjoyed the ability to solve difficult problems, to bring people together. I I, I just last mentioned that I started to get to collective bargaining. I remember working with the San Diego public schools after they had had a strike, and where there had been 
death threats and and all these things that happen that can happen in in a union management situation and worked very closely with the then school superintendent Bertha Pendleton, the school board president Ron Ottinger and the union president Mark Knapp and it was really astounding to see how a collaborative approach when combined with the right political circumstances where leaders of the different important stakeholder groups including parents uh worked together and by the way this is, was not the way it started parents groups were threatening to come into the situation because they were they were suspicious uh, of, of any contract negotiations. And it was amazing to build in reform, a progressive approach to improving the education of students. That, that's the kind of thing that keeps me coming back is that I had, had those sort of uh, moments and experiences. And they weren't, that wasn't always a situation, oh, it didn't always happen, but to have that happen where you can actually do something positive, where you can bring adversarial people together, uh, those are, that's what keeps me uh, in, in, in the business, as they say. I know you've worked on highly charged public issues such as in uh, Ferguson, Missouri. Can, uh, can you tell me how do you manage the process in large-scale conflict involving race, uh, personal issues where there are so, where the issues are so incredibly personal, personal, but reflect a larger societal issue? Steve, that's a that's a terrific question. Uh, whenever identity is involved in it, in the issue, as you're you're saying. Uh, whenever it became as big as they became in America. You, you mentioned the Michael Brown uh, tragedy in Ferguson, the Trayvon Martin tragedy in Sanford, Florida. It became the big, one of the, one of the biggest issues, uh, uh, law enforcement, community relations, dealing with African-Americans being shot by, by the police in this country. Uh, by the way, I wasn't expecting that it was gonna be that big when I took the job. It, it became uh, quite the, you know, the 24-7 uh, situation dealing with it uh, within, you know, working with the attorney general's office, uh, uh, first Eric Holder, later Loretta Lynch, and certainly working uh, with the with the White House on, 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 on these issues. And yeah, they're very different than what I was just talking about earlier in terms of collective bargaining. You know who's who should be at the table, right? There's the labor folks and the management folks, though in that situation, parents had made the demand to be at the table too, and we had to deal with that. So certainly there's some similarity when it's a big public policy issue, when there are issues of concern. I think it's an important question because I think it's um, it, it, it raises an issue that's especially true of these sort of conflicts and, and really puts a microscope, I think, on the issue of uh, there will those who say, say from the protest community, from the activist community say, well, we want conflict. I mean, that's the, you know, we have a cause here and they'll say we want more tension, right? That, it's not that we are trying to tamp down protests. It's not that as a, I, I don't see that as a, the job of a dispute resolution practitioner in those situations. What you're trying to do, I think, is is helping create, for example, rules of engagement between protesters and law enforcement that allows that to happen to have clear communication and so you know when 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 you hear that from someone saying well i'm aggrieved and and i want my grievance to be addressed and and for the parties to be held accountable in a in a courtroom setting how do you understand that in the context of the work you've done i think especially if you feel aggrieved uh, as as an individual or as an organization 
the courtroom provides a a a venting or your day in court right it, it's even we even use it as as a saying that mediation as has as you both know is so much more widely accepted than 10 years ago 20 years ago but my sense is that it's there are people who are still would prefer that for for a good reason because it's public because they are uh, it's not behind closed doors and confidential right that it feels different to 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 say your piece because you believe in a cause uh so i think that's uh, by the way so i i i think uh, you know we we worked in the department of justice it was mostly lawyers it was mostly litigators our dispute resolution piece was a very small piece of that and i really got to see how working alongside as part of a overall system can serve folks right we we all know that in in a number of contexts you can be negotiating on some issues and suing the party for for other issues right so i i, I think it's useful to when you're working in the complex situations like larry and steven you both work in to have folks say maybe there is a place that you can give the person the opportunity to go to court but let's let's see how your interests right are, are best served what part of that should be served by a, a conversation or a problem-solving uh, approach versus other things. Uh, there may, you know, that's there may be benefits in, in having people share that even within the mediation context, right? Not that we should just share our interests, but we should actually share what our grievance is in a in a so that people really truly understand it. So I think it, from a mediation context, if that is ultimately what's going to serve the interests of that in the, that individual or of the group as a whole is the finding even within the context of a mediation say the opportunity for that person to really have their message heard to have their story told because maybe that will reduce that individual's reluctance uh, to use mediation in the first place uh, i'm gonna keep it here to ask you um, a question around um, the values that you feel you are bringing to this work, irrespective of the case, whether it be Confederate monument or, um, you know, officer involved shooting or, you know, household affordability. You know, Larry, I've seen you do your work. Right? I, I've, what, what comes across when I've seen people who are highly competent in this is that there's something more than just uh, than asking good questions, right? My, my wife's a marriage family therapist, so I certainly understand it from that perspective. You've got to be very competent and skilled in the foundational things. But as an individual, I, I do think what I bring from situation to situation, from co different contexts, from different industries, uh, is that one, that I am perceived as a person who is who will be helpful to them who they even I, I would even say the word trust because clearly in a lot of those situations from different areas there's not trust in each other from the to the stakeholders so i play a bridge in those situations so i i think it's important that i come across as straightforward and transparent to them um, and that I so that so I think that's one thing that I think is important to do. Uh, secondly, 
I mean, it's this is pretty basic. Is I, I do think, if nothing else, I'm just helping. I, I see see my job as helping in the communication between the parties. That so many of the problems that occur, especially the more stakeholders you have, is it's just a misconception or disagreement uh, that that a party uh, it, that that just by merely clarifying it, you can. I can think of a situation uh, between a Black Lives Matter type group and a mayor of a of a city where because things had gotten so bad, they were refusing to talk to each other. And there was the the impending threat of arrest and there was the impending threat of clearing out protesters that just being able to play a shuttle diplomacy role and just to have communication go back and forth prevented unnecessary uh, physicality, right? Or unnecessary or surprises when parties are refusing to talk to each other and there is the threat of imminent action of some of some sort. Again, I'm being careful and not trying to share any confidentialities here, but that's what you bring. And 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 I think that's an important piece to, to, to constantly uh, re- remember. Uh, the, the third thing I, I, I would say is, yeah, I, I do I do see what what I can bring to the table is, um, and what I think about is, how can I just make it a little safer for everybody, just to create a sense of security in 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 the room. And all those, I think those three things go a long way and no matter what the topic is, no matter what the difficulty is. That was Grand Lum, former director of the Community Relations Service and author of Resolving Civil Rights Conflicts in the Community, the U.S. Justice Department's Community Relations Service. For Resolutions, I'm Larry Schooler.